Hello, I am so grateful you're joining me today. I am your host, Dr. Vanessa Roberts. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist and author who helps others reveal and embrace the unpackaged versions of ourselves. Because here, my motto is the packaged version of ourselves is not the authentic version. In this podcast, you will hear courageous stories and conversations that I am sure you can relate to, and you will leave with actionable strategies that will inspire you to embrace your authentic self. Welcome to All Things Authentic. Welcome to another episode of All Things Authentic. I am so happy you're joining me today. And today I think it's an important topic. And, you know, we are already halfway through 2023. And so why not have a a little check-in with ourselves? And what I want you to check in with yourself about today is, you know, acknowledging what may exist currently in your life that is no longer serving you. And then we're going to discuss how we can start to release some of those things. So, you know, I know this phrase comes up a lot of let go of what's not serving you, release it. And so I think most of us know kind of what that means, but it's easier said than done. And so just want to go a little more in depth of what this can look like, what this even means when we're stating that something is truly no longer serving us. And what's usually no longer serving us, I always see as kind of a barrier to us being able to fully thrive into our authentic lives in our authentic self. So that's why that's so important. So we often come across a lot of situations, some circumstances where maybe you find yourself stuck, you feel like you're in a rut, in the same place, around the same type of people. Maybe a lot of different patterns come up for you, but they're repetitive. And then maybe you have this feeling of constantly feeling drained, right? And sometimes it feels like there's no reason to feel that way, but you feel drained, exhausted. Well, that's when you start to question, okay, are there currently some things in my life that are no longer serving me? This could be actual things, and we'll get into what those things can be. This could be people who are no longer serving you. And if you think about it, it can even be emotions that are no longer serving you. Emotions, and I'll tie in the narratives too about yourself. So I kind of want to elaborate on all of those because they're each important. And you can kind of pick and choose what area might resonate with you. So let's start with the things. Okay, there might be things in your life that are no longer serving you. What are these things? Think to yourself what comes to mind. For a lot of us, maybe these things are responsibilities, maybe some roles that we're in. What roles are you currently in? Some might be out of your control, but some might be within your control. What roles and responsibilities are just draining for you? Is there some that you could potentially release? When you ask yourself, okay, what roles am I in now? And what roles do I want to be in? Does that list align with self? And if not, maybe there's some shifts you can make. Another example of things that can no longer be serving us, work is a huge part of our lives. And most of us just have to work. Some of us are 
able to be lucky and enjoy the work we do. And some people maybe do not enjoy the work. And I think that can be normal, but you have to start to question, okay, is the stress and maybe other feelings that come up around work, is it now impacting myself on a deeper level? Is it impacting my mental health? Is it impacting other areas of my life that are important? Work is definitely something to consider when you think, is this still serving me or not? Are you still feeling valued in that workplace? If it's within your control, can you make shifts with that? And we'll jump into what some of those boundaries and things can be and ways to release these things a little later. But that's an idea of the things that can no longer be serving you. So the next one is people. And this is probably what a lot of people think of most when you think of things that are no longer serving you. A lot of us automatically jump to people in our relationships. And yes, that is a huge factor in our lives and very important and worth a lot of reflection. Are the relationships that you're engaging in, are they serving you or are they no longer serving you? And again, when we think about and really define what this serving is, what it looks like, what it means to us, it's serving us in a positive way, not a way that it's going to give us anything and everything we want all the time, but it's not taking away from us in a negative way. It's not impacting our stress. It's not impacting our mental health. It's not impacting how we feel about ourselves. It's not making us feel drained. So when you reflect on, okay, what people may or may not be serving me, really think of, yeah, who am I rejuvenated after? You're rejuvenated after interactions because it's a true source of comfort and support for you. And then maybe who are the individuals or groups where you just feel drained? You feel like you're having to pour out so much, provide so much, give so much. It's draining for you. That's what you're going to have to be mindful of. These can be friendships. These can be our intimate relationships. Um, and this can also be family also. And so all of these areas are just as important to reflect on, okay? Even if it is family, but really having to think about what dynamics are serving me and what's no longer helpful for me. And it's completely normal for relationships and dynamics to shift. Maybe a relationship that served you 10 years ago in a positive way, at this point in your life, it's not serving you the same. And that's okay to be able to release that. It's okay. It's normal for things to shift, for evolution to occur individually and relationally. And so a lot of shifts can occur within our relationships. And being able to acknowledge, are these shifts going in a positive direction? Are they serving the person that I currently am and also the person that I'm becoming? And then the last one is the emotions. Are your emotions serving you in a positive way? And also I'm tying the emotion also to the narratives. So first with the emotions, an example of some emotions that maybe you can think about. A shame, that feeling of not being enough. I think a lot of us feel that. Some more on a consistent basis than others. But you have to start questioning yourself. Is this thought and feeling of not being enough is it serving me in a positive way? 
And I mean, I can probably answer for all of us. Anytime we have that thought, it's not serving us in a positive way. It's debilitating for us. It makes us feel unworthy, undeserving, makes us feel stuck from achieving certain goals that we have. And so more times than not, that shame, that thought of not being enough, it's not serving us anymore. Other emotions, maybe fear, okay? Fear can be helpful for us. It's survival for us. It indicates something for us when we have fear. But having to reflect on, okay, what does my fear look like when now it's no longer serving me? Now it's becoming a hindrance to me instead. And then tying in the narrative piece real fast. So I always speak about, you know, these narratives that we tell ourselves, the narratives that we have about ourselves and about our lives. It's the story that we make up for ourselves. It's how we see the world. And most of our narratives, and you can think about your own narrative, but most of our narratives come from a negative place, comes from some negative core beliefs. Again, maybe that belief that you're not enough. And so now you have this running narrative in your head that I'm not enough and I'm never going to achieve the things that I want, engage in the type of relationships that I want. Their narrative completely controls our whole life and all of our decisions. Reflect on what your running narrative may be. And is it helpful for you? Or now is it creating a barrier for yourself? And so, you know, with the things, people, and emotions, of course, we can say, okay, just let these things go. Identify what's no longer serving you and let it go. But, you know, this question comes up of, well, one, how do I do that? And also just this overall question of why is it so difficult (laughs) to release some of these things? And so, For you, I think that's a good question for you to reflect on, on your own. That answer might look differently for everyone. So asking yourself, why is it difficult for me to release some of these things that I know have a negative impact on me? But I'll name a few that come up. And so although we know these things have a negative impact, there's some comfort in them. Some of these things, the people we engage in, right? there's comfort. Maybe there's a safety. It's familiar to us. Sometimes our identity is kind of enmeshed in these things, these roles and responsibilities that we're in, but we don't want to be in. Okay, But we have an identity connected to that. Some of these narratives that we tell ourselves based off of our background, based off what we've been through, it's all that we know about ourselves. We formed it as our, as our identity. Releasing it means almost releasing a piece of my identity. And that's very uncertain for some people. And that's reasonable, but still wanting to work on ways to release that. Now you're just going to have to redefine what that identity is for yourself. And then another one that comes up that's valid, there's maybe some memories. I mean, you think about, especially with people, right? People, it's difficult to release maybe some of these things. It's valid to feel that, you know, I have a lot of memories within that realm with this individual. And so, you know, those memories, you always have those things. But again, you have to stay grounded in in this present moment. What have these memories looked like? Because the memories from, 
years ago, they're, they're probably not the same as some of the memories you have now, which is leading you to feel that, okay, this person, this thing needs to be released. But definitely common for a lot of these reasons, the memories, identity, safety, comfort, it's familiar to you. That makes it difficult for us to let some of these things go. And so name those for yourself. Name what it is that's difficult for you. But it's still having to name it, acknowledge it, but still knowing I'm still going to have to release these things. And what can help also is, you know, if you name it, identify it, but acknowledging the impact. And so when you think about, okay, these things I've identified, the people, maybe emotions or narratives, what impact have these things had on me? And if it's truly just this negative impact, right, your sense of self is shaken, maybe a loss of self, increased stress, enhanced anxiety, well, a decrease in mental health, okay, and just your overall well-being, acknowledge what the impact is. Because if you can identify that impact, that gives you even more reasoning and hopefully motivation to know that, okay, because of this impact, I need to release these things. It's not even a want at this point. Once you can name all the negative impacts to self, it's not a want. I want you to consider it as a need. My well-being, my self-care, my longevity, it's dependent on me releasing these things that negatively impact me, or as we're calling it, no longer serving you. And so I'll jump into some golden gems because I have quite a few (laughs) that I'll read through. And so some golden gems I'll leave you with, but really a lot for you to think about, reflect on, and a lot of identifying of how all of this relates to your unique story. So the first golden gem. So this first one, it relieves some of the pressure off you because when we think about releasing what's no longer serving us, it can seem so abrupt, right? It can seem so harsh. Like now I have to cut these things out of my life, cut out these people. Well, let's start with the step even before that. So once you identify these things and maybe identify the impact that it's had on you, ask yourself, is there possibly a fix to this? Are there boundaries that can be set first? So even with work, for example, maybe you're feeling underappreciated, overworked, having to work so many hours, just a lot of boundaries being crossed. Okay? Now, one, you still might want to f- reflect on, okay, are there some shifts I want with my workplace? Am I wanting to look for a new workplace? But before you even get to that, first identifying, is there something in my control that I can do to help with this? Can I set some boundaries within this environment? And that's with work, some of the people. You can maybe set some boundaries. Now it's going to be determined how that thing or person stays in your life or not, if they're going to receive that boundary. So maybe the boundary is enforced and and it's reinforced by you. And the people work, they're receptive. It's a quick fix for you. But... If there is a lack of reception, you're still kind of in the same situation, that's when now we go to this next 
part that we've been discussing of what the releasing and shifting can look like. But there can possibly be a fix before. You have to identify if there's something within your control and some boundaries that can be set. Another golden gem is we talk about the things, people, emotions, and narratives to release. Why don't we start even thinking about items that we have and releasing some of these items as a start? And I mean, this almost taps into, I'm sure a lot of you were really big on like the Marie Kondo, you know, if things don't bring you joy, release them. So maybe tap into your (laughs) Marie Kondo organization and purging of items. But I know that can be difficult to release some items, but this is just a potential catalyst to these bigger things that we're discussing releasing, okay? These roles, responsibility, the people. I know that's a big task. Can we start with some small items, things that you know you're not using anymore. It's creating clutter for you. And and that's important because how most of us operate, not everyone, but, you know, most of us operate when we have just this clutter of things. It almost becomes now this clutter within our mind too, lack of clarity. And so if you're able to identify what are some things I've been wanting to get rid of, maybe just for personal reasons, maybe because it has an attachment to someone else that I want to release, But can I identify small items that I want to release, get rid of? And can I start with that? So those are some tangible action things that you can do and think of. Now, these next few are just some reminders for you to really allow some of this to stick with you and be reflective about. So we talked about why it's so difficult to let things go. And one of those things was comfort. You have to start reminding yourself that I know being uncomfortable is difficult for most of us as humans, but the comfort that I'm longing, the comfort that I'm seeking and that I'm sitting in, it's going to hinder my growth. Again, we're, we're trying to grow into this best version of self, whatever that looks like for you, not for anyone else. But this authentic version, this authentic life, you're living unapologetically for you. But most of us can't step into that if we're always in our comfort. So we're going to have to do some things, make some big decisions that maybe are uncomfortable for you. But you're doing it because you know you're worthy and deserving of being uncomfortable and making those decisions. So keeping in mind your comfort is going to hinder your growth. And this next one kind of ties in, but another reminder for you, it's okay to start over. That can probably be a difficult thing when we think about releasing some of these things from our lives too, because if I release some of these roles, responsibilities, if I release this relationship, this friendship, now I have to start over. And I know that doesn't sound ideal, right? But it is okay to start over. And once you do start over, you're able to now recreate people, relationships, things, roles around you that truly serve you in a more positive way and really align with who you are and what you need for yourself. 
Okay. So anytime you have that thought, I think a lot of us have this thought a lot of whatever it is. Oh, I don't want to start over. Let's validate and normalize. It is okay to start over and it's preferred to start over rather than staying within something with someone that does not serve you anymore. And then this last one, I know it's a lot to try to reflect on and remember, but just this last one to wrap this up because the basis of this has been discussing what's currently in our life that we want to acknowledge and identify and figure out if it needs releasing. And so this is what's currently in our life. But soon we want to start operating in a way that we're not even picking up anything that is not going to serve you. And so soon, my hope for you is you get to this place of you're releasing what's no longer serving you in this current moment. And then going forward, we are refusing to pick up anything else that's not going to serve us. And sometimes we don't know, right? We don't know different job settings, responsibilities, roles that we might pick up, new opportunities, new people we meet, new relationships. Sometimes we do not know that it's not going to serve us. But sometimes there are some indicators if we're really in tune with our values, what we want and who we are, we know what's going to align with that. And that's why identifying that sense of self and who you are is so important because now you know what's going to align with you. And when you have that inclination that, no, that's not going to sit right (laughs) with me. So going forward, my hope is that you continue to operate out of a stance that says, okay, I'm not picking up anything that's not serving me. A lot for you all to think about. Hopefully some things stand out for you. Hopefully you truly got just that deeper understanding and awareness of what are we even talking about when we're discussing what's no longer serving you, right? So really sit with that. Really identify for yourself what things in your life, people, what emotions or what narratives may no longer be serving you. How is it impacting you? And use that impact to motivate you to change. You might be uncomfortable, but we need that uncomfortable feeling because comfort is going to hinder your growth and hinder that authenticity. It's okay to start over and do not pick up anything else that's no longer serving you. All right. So stay connected, reach out. If you have any questions, comments um, about any of this information, maybe you want further elaboration on something, do not hesitate to reach out. I'm always open to that. Continue to inspire others. Definitely continue to inspire yourself and really be proud of all the growth that you've had up until this point and that growth that you'll continue to step into. And like always, I look forward to chatting with you all again soon. Thanks so much for sharing your valuable time with me today. I hope this episode was helpful for you. And if so, make sure you subscribe to All Things Authentic and feel free to rate this podcast and leave a review. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends and family so we can help inspire others. You can visit my website, drvernessaroberts.com to find information about my services or my books. 
And you can always keep up with me on Instagram or Facebook at Dr. Vanessa Roberts. If there's a topic you would like to hear about, send me a message and let me know. This is All Things Authentic. And remember, the best version of yourself is not the packaged version. Stay intentional, know you are worthy, and always embrace your authenticity.